right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Ellie, and today I have a very special guest. Um, guest. Hi. Hi. <laughs> This is Roby. <laughs> She's a family friend. Um, Roby, why, why, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Um, my name is Roby. I am one of Ellie's family friends. We kind of grew up together. Our moms are great friends. Um, and I just graduated from the University of Virginia, and I live in Charlottesville up here. It's a good time. Great time. You want to, what's a fun fact that we can Ooh. Roby on? Uh, ice cream is a food group. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yes. I think we can all agree. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, Ellie, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on. Yes, I'm so excited for you uh, also. Um, so, as the podcast kind of knows, I'm doing a series on, like, what post-grad is actually like and... Um, and then, like, also that there's no, like, set, like, there's no, like, quote-unquote right way to do college and, like, post-grad. And, like, I feel like as a senior especially, we're all kind of freaking out as to what that looks like and how we got from point A as a freshman in college to point B and, like, working out in the real world. There's a lot that goes on between the two. Yes. And yes, there is. Uh, I would love to hear more about your journey. So I guess first question, I guess. Um, so where did you go to school? What, did, what was your major? And how many years ago did you graduate? Like, give us your overview college journey vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So as Ellie knows, this is going to be a deliciously long answer to this question. Um, so when I graduated high school, I was fairly convinced that I was just going to be a freelance painter and like that was going to be my adult life. And um, while I still love painting and will absolutely encourage any artist to keep doing what they love to do, it took a little bit for it to sink in that the reality that everybody had been telling me that it's not exactly feasible for making a steady living. Um, it just took a little bit to um, sink in. So it was about right after I graduated high school that I started to realize that I really needed much more of a game plan. And so I hadn't, in, I hadn't applied to any um, colleges or universities throughout my senior year of high school. Um, and my growing up kind of going in and out of different private schools and public schools and homeschooling um, is a whole other story too. So um, I was pretty used to going through many different um, transitions with school. Mm -hmm. So after I graduated high school, I decided to apply to our local community college, um, which I had known a couple people who had gone and they all had just magnificent things to say about our community college. And um, I knew that I wanted to get at least my associates at the point of graduating high school. Um, that just to have some sort of degree would help me with my problem-solving skills and really kind of just 
more than anything, be a hoop to jump through. So if I decided to join um, some sort of creative job, I would be able to have some college experience to show for it. So I enrolled part-time and then also started working at a local spin studio called Zoom Indoor Cycling. Um, And so I was working, oh, and I also worked at a winery. So I was working two part-time jobs and I was doing college part-time. So the classes that I decided to take were fundamentals of design, kind of up my artist alley. And then I decided to go ahead and bite the bullet and keep taking math, even though I really started it, but just kind of decided that if I was going to keep going with college, getting a head start on math was going to be, um, smart, albeit just like dreadful. So I'm um, be honest, I am currently taking a math class that I've had off for all four years. So (laughs) I mean, props to those who love math. I just have so much respect and admiration for those people that love math. Yeah, I mean, math is a beautiful thing. I just like, you know, some of us just can't do it. So um, I enrolled in stats to try to get that out of the way um, for my associate's degree that I was kind of planning. And what else? Oh, um, macroeconomics. So I was taking three classes in the spring. Um, and that transition, so first I'll go in um, to socially. That transition was really interesting because the public school that I went to was very, very invested in athletics and academics. And lots of people that went um, to my school were either going to some school on scholarship for athletics mm-hmm. or were ending up at a really esteemed university like 30 people in my class of like 200 ended up going to UVA. Um, granted it's in Charlottesville and it, they do make it easier to get into UVA. If you live in Virginia, there's just like some, you know, it's like some university politics. We love that. Yeah. Um, but a school that really just, like wanted their students to work hard for traditional academics and traditional athletics. And so lots of my friends like had their 30 year plan. They knew what they were going to do and they went off to college and I was just like kind of in Charlottesville. So I did a lot of college visiting with my friends. I went on lots of road trips by myself to go visit friends at school. Um, But that also meant that when I was here working two jobs part-time, and um, going to a community college where the social aspect is definitely interesting. It's not your mainstream. I was really kind of head down. When I was in school, I was head down and just working hard. I didn't really have any distractions. Um, And through that, when I started taking economics, I actually really kind of fell in love with business, which was super unexpected. And so... Yeah. And so, um, especially somebody who was just like all art all the time, I never, ever anticipated it, but, um, just loved it. And so I loved economics and I decided that I wanted to get my associates in business admin and also really kind of made this decision 
for myself that I was going to do everything I could to try to get into UVA business school, the McIntyre School of Commerce. Um, and really kind of made that decision once my econ teacher said that it was like one of the best business schools in the country. And I was like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so, um, my, my experience at community college was absolutely amazing. And so after that fall, I went, I started to go full time and I was still working. Um, I was still working at least part time and, um, decided to just kind of go, go full speed ahead with this business degree. <laughs> and I worked really hard and it was, a lot of it was just kind of proving to myself that I could do it because throughout high school, I wasn't super serious at school. And I knew that I could be if I wanted to, and I knew that I could be competitive if, if I wanted to, but I just wasn't, um, really up to putting myself through the ringer, putting myself through all this anxiety in high school to do all the APs and try to get into um, a really esteemed school right off the bat. And so I kind of entered this weird shift in my first two years of college um, when I was at community college that a lot of people kind of put themselves through when they're in their junior and senior year of high school. You know, when you're kind of like doing that rat race, doing all the APs and stuff um, to try to (laughs) get to some amazing school. And I was doing that like the first half of college. So it was really just kind of compounded that I'm in college, but also doing a thing that a lot of people do in high school. Um, But it taught me a lot that if I really want to kind of change, change my path and um, really set a goal for myself that I can meet that and a hundred percent of it is mindset and doing the action, just doing the thing. So um, that was my first half of college and literally two weeks before, oops, I dropped my charger, literally two weeks before the application was due for the UVA business school, I like hit this wall where I was on major burnout from working so hard to try to get there. And I was doing two jobs and college. Like I can't, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, I'm really proud of myself, but it was also like, it just started to be overkill. I started to get to kind of like unhealthy workaholic mentality and like, oh, I just want to go full speed ahead into business. And I'm going to be this like crazy, sexy businesswoman who is like working in New York or Chicago or DC or, you know, Dallas, whatever. Yeah. And I just hit this major wall of burnout (laughs) and I hadn't been creative, like hardly at all. These Uh, two years of college and for my family, really close Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like, um, just like you're saying, like the people that really know me and grew up with me were like, what do you mean you're not painting or what do you mean you're not drawing or doing something creative because it was like oxygen for me. And so I was like, I just kind of got into this really, um, deprived headspace where, 
like my lifeblood, my creativity, I kind of cut off for myself, not intentionally, but just because I was so focused on school and business, even though I also loved that it was just like absolute overkill and it was not balanced at all. Mm -hmm. Um, and so two weeks before the application was due for the UVA business school, I just said, you know what, I can't go through with this. And I would really like to apply to do media studies at UVA. So that's what I ended up doing. And I did transfer over to UVA in the fall of 2018 to get my bachelor's in media studies. And yeah, so that was, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, um, so that was, that was great. And I just really wanted to create this space for myself to like be involved with people and have a life outside of college because everybody that goes into the commerce school, we call it comm at UVA, like knows that your first semester there, like you don't have a life. You're doing this program called ICE where you um, are essentially like working, um, for a legitimate agency that's like one big semester long project and all of your classes are geared are geared towards um your understanding of how working with this agency would break down mm-hmm. this big project um and I have friends who went to come who I would like ask them how they are and they're like yeah it's a lot and I'm like yeah you're doing a good job though keep going it's only one semester and then you get some of your life back um and so when I decided not to do business school it, I was really kind of just um getting back into this more balanced mentality for myself and for some people it's a very balanced thing and they just know how to do it well but for me I just knew it was going to be too intense mm-hmm. and so I'm glad that I was able to kind of take that step back um but the whole transition to UVA was really awesome because I just never ever thought that I would end up at a university like that, you know, um, what was I going to say? Like the Princeton review or something like that, or like the college board app where you can go on and you can like, based on your high school, or based on your high school, um, credits and GPA, you can like type in the college that you want to go to and it'll give you like your percent chance of getting in. Did you ever do that? Oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. I totally would have done that. Like, like an OCD person, like a hundred million times, literally. So that was a thing. My first year or my first semester out of um, high school, I remember just kind of laying in bed, like entering in all these colleges that maybe I could um, go to and like seeing my percent chance of getting in. And for UVA, I had a 1% chance of getting in when I graduated high school. (laughs) So now that I actually graduated there, it's like really kind of funny to look back and be like, wow, that's just kind of cool. That's so cool. That's wild. Oh my gosh. Uh, dang. No, I thought it was real. I, I, as like someone watch, watch growing up with you and then watching you go through all of that, I was like, I mean, I know she's going to end up on top, but man, this journey, man, (laughs) this journey, man. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely a wild ride 
and not for the faint-hearted, but I had so many people in my life who were just so encouraging, just so encouraging. And I am really, really super grateful for that and kind of found a crowd within um, the community college within Piedmont that kind of wanted to go where I wanted to go. So I was able to insert myself into this crowd and this group of people that all had the same mentality. So that made it a lot easier um, rather than just feeling like I was going completely upstream all the time. I was able to find some friends who could be my comrades in that. So I'm just so grateful for them because I wouldn't have been able to do it if I didn't have the people around me who were able to encourage me. Um, so that was great. And I honestly still tell people that I am more proud of my associate's degree than my bachelor's just because of how I know that I pushed myself and the absolute learning curve that you go through in the first year or two of college. If most of your listeners are seniors in college, I know that everybody will know what I'm talking about, that that first year or two of college is like just really it's a learning curve for sure time management being on your own and so it's so much more than just what you're learning but it's like life stuff yeah so it's true time management I still don't really have that one down yeah I mean everybody's Um, always learning on that one so (laughs) um so I guess at what point so looking back on like senior year and did you know what you wanted to do post-grad at the end of your senior year at or at any point in senior year? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I'll preface this by saying I definitely lived with people and had great friends at UVA who knew exactly what they wanted to do. And I had some friends who just had no clue what they wanted to do. So I felt like I was kind of a good mix of having somewhat of a direction. And once I started to get creative again, I was like, oh my gosh, how is I breathing like on half the oxygen when I was at Piedmont and not creative at all? Um, And so I knew for a fact senior year that that needed to be a part of my career Um, and would love to have mixed it with business. Um, so doing something creativity and business. And that's why I went to media studies is to maybe, um, kind of try to do some sort of advertising or creative strategy. UV is a research school. So I didn't quite get the practical that I wish I had gotten that, um, I know that you're getting, that's amazing. I'm kind of having to make that for myself post-grad now. Um, which is still great and experimental, but, um, I, I started to form some sort of idea like half the way through that maybe I would work either doing in-house marketing for some company or um, working for a very small agency or um, like app development company um, after I graduated. That was going to be my goal or my hope. Um, As things kind of moved moved along, I started to really realize that, oh my gosh, I would love to do graphic design and branding. And I was just 
<laughs> so I started to learn graphic design um, kind of in my last semester of college okay. when I knew I had all the research stuff down and knew how to like do some user research and I had taken some courses in like app development and design and stuff like that but it was so um conceptual mm -hmm. there was not really any practice to it and so I just started to kind of like give myself those hard skills and just I mean absolute baby steps on working with those hard skills um, but once I started to realize that maybe that was the direction I would want to go in, I thought, you know, maybe I'll work for an agency for like a year or two and build up my portfolio and kind of get the lay of the land and then maybe branch off and just start doing design independently um, as a freelancer, which is what my boyfriend does. And um, he loves it and is really amazing at it. So he, he was kind of living my dream at that point. So I was going to try to work with him. Um, so I was open to a lot of things at that point. I just knew that I didn't want to be in like a big, big city. I was thinking maybe yeah. moving to like Richmond, you know, something that's sizable. So I also knew that quality of life was going to be, um, a big thing on my list. Like I wanted to have time outside of work to be able to travel and go do things. Yeah. So yes and no, I had an idea um, I had the idea, but it wasn't, like, fully concrete. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my idea of what I wanted, want to do has, like, changed about, like, so many times in the last month. But um, it was, like, it went from being a very concrete, like, this is what everyone in my major is going to do and this, or what I feel like everyone's going to do. And it's totally changed from that. And so I'm just, like, at this point, I'm, like, well, you know, wherever God puts me, I guess I, I'll be, I'll be good there. I'll be good there. Because <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. It's like, ugh, yeah, I like, I feel like I'm learning a lot of the same things that you, that, you, that I feel like older people have been like, yeah, yeah, senior year, you'll learn all of, you'll go through all of these changes and yeah, things, um, learning curves. very true. Definitely felt the pressure, like, people around me were starting to apply for jobs, but because I wanted to go into something with marketing, which um, traditionally people or friends that I had that had already graduated that went into marketing, they were applying in the spring. And so I really held off on applying for stuff because not much was open. Um, so through the fall and winter, I wasn't really applying to anything and just sort of stewing and just being like, wow, I can't wait to have a salary. Like, it's going to be so great having a salary. <laughs> 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 I can't wait to That's make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love it though. We love it though. Yeah, really exactly. Actually getting paid for my 65 hour work week instead of just like paying to work oh boy it's fine it's fine your instagram yeah. you're, you're killing it yeah um, i see i see your stuff also your boyfriend's stuff is just on a different level i'm just like when you told me this summer he was like in graphics i was like oh cool like that's cool and then i like look him up i'm like well shoot okay okay yeah, he's done a really really good job of finding his niche for sure. I'm super proud of him. Um, 
And he's teaching me a lot and really open to teaching me a lot, which I'm super grateful. I'm glad. Um, hmm? I'm glad. Yes. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'm very grateful for that. And it's like a fun thing to bond over to. It's funny to see where styles like and what we want to do really dif- like differ because it's that... <laughs> It's funny, like, like creative bickers. (laughs) Yeah, like creative differences, totally. Yeah, exactly, creative differences. Like, I'll work with my best guy friend on stuff sometimes, and it's so painful because I'm like, we just have such different aesthetics that it's just, like, hard to to find a middle ground sometimes. Yeah, for sure. But the the critique is so, so great, and I know and have spoken to people who started their design business um also post-grad but like didn't have any sort of creative background whatsoever like wasn't exactly or maybe it was intuitive they just didn't know it until they started to get their hands dirty with some design um but really had to work super hard to find their creative community to bolster them and give them um like creative critique on their work and stuff like that and I am just really grateful that I have that in my family and I have that in friends that I grew up with like you I mean who I've known literally since we were born and that um like we could give that to each other um but also that John can give me that so that's um that's really great I'm just super grateful to um, have lots of people in my life inherently who can offer that. So that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I guess what, like, so going back to like jobs and things, um, what do you currently do and how did you get there from graduation? Yeah, for sure. So when we had talked about um, the podcast briefly before, or just you you and I talking more about like post-grad life, mm-hmm. you said that you kind of feel like people either tend to idealize it or really dread it. Yes. Um, like post-college. I was definitely one of those people that idealized it because I was like, I mean, like I've already said on this episode, like, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to make the monies, <laughs> I'm going <gonna> go, <laughs> to and it's going to be so great, and, like, I'll just be living that yo pro life, and we, I mean, I have just all been so affected by COVID, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, nobody could have expected that and just how the world shut down. And so that was really scary in the spring to see, literally see positions that were open that I were kind of eyeballing and um, prepping myself to apply for, just like be instantly pulled off the hiring websites and going and looking, like literally going on Indeed um, this past April and saying like marketing jobs and what would pop up is like sales associate for target. Like there was just like, nothing. I mean, it was, there was nothing. Yeah. Um, and at the time that COVID hit, so through 
out the or the past like year and a half, I've been working as a sales associate at the Athleta here in Charlottesville, and it's amazing an amazing team and a great company to work for, and I've absolutely enjoyed it. Um, we were all furloughed. Like anybody that's actually working in the stores, um, the company just pared down so much like every other company did. And they, we were lucky that I don't think in the company, they actually had to do these major layoffs like so many other companies have done, Mm -hmm. but just um, furloughed everybody instead. And so those two months um, were just like a lot of people just kind of hanging in there, like just waiting to see what was going to happen when things started to open up again. Um, And so in May, I got a call that the store was going to be reopening. And so I knew that I was going to be keeping that job. And at that point, I kind of came up with a plan B for myself that I was going to be working at Athleta. And then if I needed to, I would do that full-time or I would um, find some nannying to supplement. And so it was kind of a crazy summer, not going to lie, for figuring out just getting it, getting into some sort of routine mm-hmm. and getting some steady work um, that I would be able to make like bare minimum living off of. Um, That was crazy, but the short answer to your question is (laughs) that I am working about 22 to 25 hours a week at Athleta, and they've been really awesome and um, helping me kind of figure out a regular schedule so I can have some routine. Mm -hmm. I can be working there in the afternoons, and then I have nannying in the mornings, and then in my free time, I'm learning my hard skills and building my own freelance branding business. So that's when I am. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, claps for Ruby. (laughs) (laughs) But I love finding the community on Instagram has been really, really fun. So I just wish I had gotten into that sooner. Hey, it's okay. Like sometimes you need to have a life crisis to kind of kick you into something that you know was always on the rise or like just going to happen at some point but sometimes you just need that space in your life um through the crisis for it to just like kick into high gear um so that's what's going on right now I have friends who do have jobs and I have friends who were laid off from their jobs as soon as they found them because of COVID. And so everybody is in just such a crazy spot or just, yeah, everybody's in such a crazy spot. Everybody in the world's in a crazy spot, but just like really kind of trying to find their own. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm like getting settled in my own routine. So what does your routine look like? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so on Monday, Monday through Thursday, I work at Athleta in the afternoons. I have an afternoon shift, so I get there between, um, 12 and 1 and get off between 5 and 6. Um, and then in the mornings, I nanny for, 
I have two families that I am doing regular babysitting slash nannying for. Um, one of them is my aunt. So I'm really grateful she asked me to do it instead of somebody else um, because I love to have the extra time with my cousins. Um, and then another one is um, an amazing woman. Her name is Whitney Saxon, and she started um, a nonprofit. You may have heard of it. You may not, called The Letter Project. Does that sound familiar? Yes. I forget what it is. You on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, and so I'm doing some babysitting for her too. And I just love their family. I feel so, so aligned with them. And that has been the absolute saving grace through just kind of a turbulent summer is like going and watching her kid who I absolutely love and just spending time with their family. So that's been... Um, that's been really great. And then as for design, I don't really have a routine in that um, my days off are kind of weird. I usually get all of Friday off and all of Sunday off. I do work a half day at Athleta on Saturday mornings. And that was my own choice because I like the Saturday morning vibe. It's just good energy in the store. Um, if you work retail, you know, what I'll mean in that like you have your you have your like good days of the week and your bad days of the week and I like Saturdays so I chose to keep working Saturdays um and then my design work just kind of fills in the cracks so on my days off um I'll put a few hours into it or if I'm working a half day where I'm only doing athleta or only doing nannying mm-hmm. I'll do design work in like the morning or the afternoon so that I keep myself busy and working a full, a full 40 hours a week, even if it's not all um, exactly paid work or working for somebody else. So I just kind of try to keep myself moving. You're hustling. You're straight hustling right now. Smiles <laughs> <laughs> and like giggles a little bit. She's like, yeah. Um, yeah, but I may be dying a little bit on the inside. Okay. Yep. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. And that was, I think, something that nobody told me um, in my last year of college where I was, because I was one of those people that really idealized graduation. I was like, it's going to be so smooth. I'm going to find a job somewhere. And, you know, it might not be my ideal, but at least it'll be paid and I'll just get kind of settled in. Um and it'll be great. And I kind of thought that once I graduated, the rest was going to come. Like it wasn't going to feel just like my work that I'm doing is absolutely all over the place, you know, because you're in school and you might have a class at like 9 p.m. or a practicum or something, mm-hmm. um, or you're just doing homework and all of your spare time. And so I really thought that the onset of the adult world was going to relieve me of that. And it just really doesn't. And so I'm not saying this to scare anybody at all. Um, But I, all the people that I am seeing in my everyday life, my roommates and their friends and my friends are so much on their own path to figuring out their own equilibrium. And nobody is doing what they absolutely love. Like, nobody is doing their ideal job right now. It's just, like, 
the percent of people that find that when they graduate is like one percent and if that's you that's great no guilt no shame but um there's definitely it's it's just a big change it's a big change because you're not a student anymore um and so I've just been kind of trying to figure out you know how to ride the wave and really stay positive about things um so I guess what advice would you give to to seniors and looking towards post-grad in this crazy COVID um, Mm -hmm. and maybe like what would what would you tell someone you wish you had been told I guess or something that's something that's something that I kind of think about like every day even before I knew that I was going to be talking to some people who were about to graduate maybe in their last two years of college was like what would I what do I wish I had known a year ago um I think what I would tell myself a year ago is just to be prepared that it's a really, really big change. And I just thought it was going to be so easy and smooth, and it's not. And so to just be really, really kind to myself and to prioritize that and just keep doing what you love and what fuels you keep finding your time to exercise because that's going to be hard finding time in your routine to do that finding time in your routine to paint or to cook or to walk with a friend settling into a full work week if that's what you're doing um is just going to be a lot for a while but that it's going to be okay and it's it really is going to start to settle in and it's all going to be okay and just like keep prioritizing what you love to do in your free time because that's going to fuel you and just to just to listen to yourself and to be kind to yourself my uncle told me when I was um talking to him about the transition midsummer, he said you know what Ro this is the second biggest transition you'll ever have in your life and your first is like going from not being a parent to being a parent and it's really hard to graduate college where um throughout school all you've had in front of you is like goals or the next grade or the next diploma or whatever and then once you graduate you kind of like oh wait what like I work for another like 40 years before I retire and like what am I gonna do like there's no goals or anything and the first bit of letting that set in is really hard and then it gets really beautiful because you get to see how your time opens up and how you get to create these amazing goals for yourself like oh maybe I would really love to like work on a project with a nonprofit. you just have so much freedom um and so it's going to be overwhelming at first but it's also going to be really really great so just be kind to yourself. Um, keep making time in your schedule for things that you love. Um, and I would say to seniors now in the time of COVID, I mean, I don't know what the job market is going to look like in a year or in the spring when y'all graduate. I'm still wondering that for myself, like when I'm going to get to 
if, if I'm going to get to apply to an agency, if that's what I'm going to want to do, or if my own design business is going to pick up enough that I can, um, just do that instead. Mm -hmm. Um, but even if all you get is a part-time job post-grad, just keep filling your time with, um, like skill building and doing things that are going to fuel you and fuel your experience. And, um, yeah, I think that's what I would say. It's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot to say, but it's, it's going to be really good and you have a lot to look forward to. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I hope that I hope that doesn't scare you. It's not like a scary thing. It's also not the ideal. It's going to be really somewhere in the middle. And it's just going to be a transition and just take it day by day. Yeah. Most transitions are that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so ooh, it's fine. We're fine. Um, but oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you for for being here today. Yeah. And no, you're fine. With me on Zoom on this lovely desk. Yeah. I'm using my yeah. robot as my. <laughs> I love it. No, I have so one cute. bar. I'm in the middle of Boston, so I'm literally like, cool, love this for me. <laughs> but you want to, choice is up to you, but if you want to plug like any um, Instagram website, whatever, go for it. Um, sure. Well, I would love the support because I have like 63 followers right now and really kind of trying to figure out how to use the Instagram algorithm in my favor and stuff like that. Um, I just kind of took the leap of faith to, um, start my own Instagram called sanity creative. And I want to hear about what you're doing or the leap of faith that you're taking and learning a new skill or starting a business, anything of that matter. But, um, just reach out to me if you want. I'd love to chat. Maybe I won't know you, but we could definitely have another one of these zoom happy hours and I can talk to you about post-grad life and give you encouragement. Um, (laughs) So that's what I have going on. Um, but thanks Ellie. Yeah. Shameless plug. I don't know how to do it smoothly. Like other people. <laughs> working on <laughs> my Instagram, Ellie Susanna. Catch me yeah. there. It's um, great. I follow it. It's my favorite. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. I just did a whole like, oh, coming soon, and I, the, the podcast knows that I don't have no idea what's coming soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, it's time for a rebrand. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's time for a rebrand. So no, that's the most relatable thing. And honestly, like big life notes like coming soon <laughs> what's coming soon coming soon coming soon like coming soon like it's fine it's coming <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> so relatable um okay. every friday post to coming soon <laughs> that's literally it's been up for a week and it's like one of my friends actually texted me the other day she's like so what's coming soon and i'm like i literally have no idea <laughs> so perfect I did something like that to my audience back in um back earlier in the summer because I actually was working on designing a series of something 
Mm-hmm. And I kept like, that was my first post. Literally. I was like, was you better get ready because great things are coming. And I can't wait to, can't wait to release this. And I just never did. <laughs> it's so relatable with design too. Cause literally the next week you could totally change your mind about something. Yes. And it'd be like ugly. And so it's like, uh, that's exactly what happened. Um, so I'll probably just, you know, coming soon, guys. I'll probably just post it sometime in the next two weeks. So coming soon. Come see what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again. And yeah. podcast, you'll catch me soon at some point. So, yes. Okay.